Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, with you for another episode of The Standard is the Standard. It is early Sunday here on the East Coast. Well, actually, midday. It's early for Lance out on the West Coast. And time sometimes just you got to get them coinciding. You got to get together when it fits for both parties. So here we are, Lance. How are you for you this Sunday morning? You know, I'm up doing the show and looking at uh, college, women's college softball. Oh. So. Are you a softball guy? I play men's softball, yes. Oh, so you are a softball guy. Mm-hmm. Are you oh, let me ask you, what type of softball guy are you? Are you like I could have went pro? No. So I play softball like I'm no. a major league player. No. Or are you like me? Uh, a couple of bros for you I, old Well, I, I play I'll be honest, I play in a church league, so there's no bruise there. But um okay. it's very competitive. Uh it's uh I definitely like to win. It's it's competitive enough, but it's not cutthroat. Uh, a lot of the guys that play are former ball players. Um, I didn't play in college, but I was an all-state catcher in high school. So um, I just like getting out there and playing, you know, just running around, having fun, still able to do it. That's about it. That's an interesting dynamic, like church league, competitive, semi-cutthroat. Oh, yeah. Kind of MLB, like it all. Like it all. Like that's a that's a combustible mix there. There have been some pastors that have been very combustible in this league. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, so that's that's where I stand with, with the adults off of. But hey, look, the headline of this episode, and already in the live chat, people are saying, I labeled it as, is Ben Roethlisberger going to have a bounce back season in 2019? And this was something that Brian Anthony Davis said on our Steelers preview show Thursday night. And I even said, the guy threw for 5,000 yards, Brian. Like, what did you expect? I, I don't understand any of a bounce back here. That's incredible. But at the same time, Roethlisberger's statistics were not maybe what were not up to snuff for the Steeler fans out there. And, and Lance sent me these. He had a 67% completion. He did throw for 5,129 yards, uh, 34 touchdowns, but he led the league in interceptions with 16, which I know was the lowest total since, I don't know, the 1970s or something like that. And then he finished with a rating of 96.5. So, Lance, do you think that Roethlisberger, in terms of play, can and should have a bounce back year next season? I think he can. I think he can. I think last year – give me me the example, Jeff, of a food that was deemed to be healthy, but upon further science and research, it actually wasn't healthy. Well, the egg has gone back and forth. It's healthy and it's not healthy. It's healthy and it's not healthy. <laughs> okay, there you go. So he had an egg year <laughs> last year where the stats look awesome. And one, first of all, you know, I'm of the age where stats don't matter if you lose. Uh, you know, stats, you know, they're whatever. If you don't go to the playoffs, you're not competing for championships. Take them with a grain of salt. If you look at them from the surface, they look excellent. 67% completion percentage. I think the 5,129 yards led the NFL, if I'm not mistaken. But if you dive deeper, the 34 to 16, that's almost, what, 2.2 to 1 uh, touchdowns to interception ratio. That's not good enough. The rating of 96.5 is low for Ben. I would argue that the rating on the road is probably in the 80s. Um, He led the National Football League in red zone interceptions, I believe, with four. And I took him to task several shows ago, I think last year, when I think I gave Ben a B B minus maybe for the season 
B, B minus, that he just needed to take more, he's more careful with the football. And, you know, there were some bad interceptions last year that led to some losses. There were some bad interceptions, just like there were some bad missed field goals that if he secures the football and is more careful with it, then the Steelers may be in the playoffs. So I think he can have a bounce back here, but the stats won't look the same, but he'll play better football. You know, I, I said this on our show on Thursday night, and you can go back and check that out on YouTube and on our audio platforms if you haven't yet, that the interceptions don't always bother me because, in my opinion, and someone in the live chat during our show said they all count. Well, yeah, they all count. But at the same time, if it's third and 14, and Roethlisberger throws it deep to Smith-Schuster, and it gets picked off at the opponent's 15-yard line, it's, kind of, it, it's like a punt. It's essentially a punt. Uh, yes, it counts. Yes, you just turn the football over, but it's the red zone interceptions and those interceptions in your own end that if they all count, then those are magnified because you're taking points off of the board then. So I think about you know, two main plays come to mind. I said these on the show, the, the Denver interception, which ended the game, and then also the interception at the end of the first half against the Falcons where the Steelers were just rolling. And they were going to get points going into halftime. They were going to get the ball after halftime and he throws an interception in the end zone. And so those are the ones that if, if I'm going to look at a bounce back or where he can improve, that's it. You know, I, I would love for his yardage to go down, his touchdowns to go up, and his interceptions to go down. I don't need him to throw for 5,000 yards. He throws for 5,000 yards. That tells me the Steelers were too one-dimensional. And I, I'm pretty sure that you would agree, Lance, they were too one-dimensional last year. Yeah? I don't disagree at all. And if he's going to throw 16 interceptions to your point, that's fine. The number in and of itself is fine. It's the touchdown number. If you're going to throw 16 interceptions, you better give me 48 touchdowns. I think when we did the show in the past, we looked at Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes threw roughly 16 interceptions as well, around the same number, you know, maybe 14, you know, above double digits. But he threw for 50 touchdowns. So if you're going to give me a 5-1 to one touchdown to interception ratio i'll take that every day of the week unless it's you know five touchdowns one interception something like that but if you're going to throw 10 or more interceptions give me 40 touchdown passes yeah and uh, some people in the live chat right now are saying you know a lot of those interceptions some have said 10 of those 16 were targeting antonio brown and I think people are trying to create a narrative here where it's like, okay, well, he was forcing the ball to Antonio Brown. I'm not saying he never did that. What I am saying is that he still threw an interception. Okay. I mean, I, I can't, I, I don't know the ins and outs of what was going on and did Antonio Brown run the wrong route, all that stuff. Ultimately, though, for Jeff, me, go, go ahead. It's just simply this, Jeff. If you put your hand in a cookie jar, is it the cookie jar's fault? <laughs> no, that is not. Exactly. Exactly. So, okay. Uh, yeah. And so I think that there is room for improvement. You gave him a B minus last year, and that was, in my opinion, justifiable. And if you're a teacher, you get a B minus on a, on a, on a grade, a test, a whatever, a report card. There is room for improvement then after that. And so he can have an A season. And this could be the year. It, a lot of stuff will have to, you know, a, a lot of, a lot of stuff will have to go into, him improving, and I think that the running game is the most important. Uh, it's gonna, it's gonna save Roethlisberger from himself at times. Uh, does that make sense, Lance? 
I, I think so. I mean, the one thing I will give Ben credit for is that they were outstanding last year in the red zone. And it's because of his improved decision-making in that area, although he did throw a league leading four interceptions. I, I think less is more at times with Ben where, you know, you don't have to always make the play. You can trust your teammates, put the ball in their hands and let them make the play. Um, it's funny as I'm looking at Ben Roethlisberger's stats. Let, let's do this, Jeff. Give, give me a stat line that if you just saw it without watching, you would think he had an improved season over the course of last year. And, and just a, a tidbit, he's thrown for double-digit interceptions in the last four years, 16, 13, 14, 16. And so he's he's in that area. But in those other years, uh, you know, he threw for more touchdowns. Actually, the one year, 2015, was bad. 21 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. 2016, 29 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. 2017, 28 and 14. 2018, or excuse me, 2017 was 28 and 14. And of course, last year, 2018, 34, 16. Then me, I would want to see that touchdown to interception ratio improve. So give me, give me some numbers, Jeff. If you just were to just open up his web page and you saw 2019 you you went into a coma or something uh from doing too many chin-ups and uh you woke up and you saw a stat line and you would say he improved uh i would want a completion percentage over 70 and he's done that but not not a lot in his career um go ahead actually actually he's never done it i thought he had had a season where his completion percentage was around 70 or over his high season was 2015 completion percentage, and this is according to ProFootballReference.com, was 68%. Okay. That was ironically in 2015 uh, when he threw for 21 touchdowns and 16 interceptions. So I want to see the completion percentage a little bit higher, maybe closer to 70. Um, yardage, like I just said, I don't need to see 5,000 yards. If he threw for 4,500 uh, and maybe... I, this would be a career high for him, but got his touchdowns up near 40. Interceptions, like you said, could almost stay the same. He's, he's going to be around that 10 to 15 area anyways. Um, you know, so I, th I think you look at 12. You do 40 to 12, and then a, a rating that's closer to 100. I'd be game with that. That that shows improvement. That That would be a good season, in my opinion. You agree or disagree? That sounds good to me. Let me give you the one stat that usually uh, is a big measuring stick when it comes to quarterbacks. What 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 do you what do you want the yards per attempt to be? I guess that depends. I mean, it depends on you know, who they play for and how the the offense and stuff. Out of what do you think? I'm going to say in the eights. You know, somewhere in the eights, around eight and a half. Ironically. His highest yards per attempt were in his first two years at 8.9. Well, yeah, because he didn't um I mean he didn't throw the ball as much. But think about those plays like Toplesco Burris early on in his career, especially his rookie year. And he was he was pushing the ball down the field. Yeah, I think for me it's interceptions. It, it it's it's that it, it's the touchdown to interception ratio. Um I would like to see increased and, uh, and looking at his stats i'm surprised 
that 34 touchdown passes is his high. I would have thought that he had closer to 40 in a year. His other high years were 2014 with 32 um, and 2007 with 32. Uh, so yeah. that that's interesting. His numbers, statistically, his numbers are very interesting. And I'm not saying that Ben Roethlisberger won't be a Hall of Famer. Um, I, I think his three appearances and two wins in Super Bowls and just the fact that they've won a ton of games while he's been a quarterback, 144 to be exact, in a regular season, buoy his – you know, him being a Hall of Famer. Statistically, his stats are kind of, you know, his stats are uneven. Um, yeah. You know, in terms of yards and touchdowns, they aren't as glossy as you would think for a guy that's played as much as he has. He's the egg. He's good. Yes, he is. He's good. He's bad. <laughs> He's bad. He is the egg. Way yes. to bring that back. That's yeah. why. We're the flagship. I see. <laughs> there, there was a time, and, and I, I wanted—I can't remember which year busted this up, but it was actually like a—he uh, had his his whole career statistically was kind of like a up and down. Like he'd have a good year, he'd have a bad year, he'd have a good year, and then he had a, he strung together a couple good years, shockingly with Todd Haley at the helm, and that kind of threw everything off. But you know, I think we all agree that Roethlisberger can improve, uh, especially with the interceptions and. Um, for for the love of God, sometimes just it's okay to throw the ball away. Like that's if I'm going to tell him one thing, I'm giving Ben Roethlisberger one piece of advice. If you're in the red zone and you're you're under duress, you can throw it through the uprights. That's fine. Live to play another down. Take the points at times, and you know just. So here here we go. Let, this is a good transition. Uh, we, last week we did some of my uh, Friday night six pack uh, questions for the website that I do every Friday. We asked, we answered a couple of those on the show, and this one has to do with Ben Roethlisberger. Here's an over-under for you, Lance. Over-under on Roethlisberger interceptions in 2019. The line was set at 11. And it looks like I lost Lance. <laughs> so uh, let's see if we can get him back on here. The, the, if we're talking about that over-under, we're talking about 11. If you're in the live chat right now, what would you boot? What would you put it as over or under 11 interceptions? That's the question you have to ask yourself. I think that 11 is going to be a little bit low. Like Lance, just see when he talked about all those different statistics, he talked about, um, you know, <laughs> the show's better without Lance. That's funny. Um, he talked about, you know, uh, the, the, he's always kind of between that 11 and 15. So if I'm looking at an over-under line set at 11 for Ben Roethlisberger interceptions, then I'm going to say over. But I'm not going to say that it would be ridiculous. And he's back. He's back. You, you know, is there, everything okay? Yeah, I blame Ben Roethlisberger's fans. They, they said that. Uh, you know, I questioned his sainthood, and so you know. <laughs> well, did you? You didn't hear me. Uh, but if we're doing an over/under game, and I said Ben Roethlisberger's interceptions at eleven, what are you saying for 2019? I'm gonna say over. Okay, I said the over as well. Believe it or not, especially after <laughs> you rattled off those those stats, what would you say? I'm gonna say they're probably gonna be around the same. Anywhere yeah. between 13 and 16. I don't mind that because interceptions are also, I mean, they're indicative of 
questionable decision making, but they're also indicative of being aggressive. And I don't mind Ben Roethlisberger being aggressive with the football because more than not, he's going to take care of it. I mean, he's not going to I don't think he's going to have an Eli Manning year where he has 25 interceptions, something like that. So I trust him with the football. And if he's throwing interceptions, he's being aggressive and trying to make plays. But if you're going to, again, if you're going to throw 15 interceptions, I want 45 touchdown passes. Okay. All right. So we'll go through a couple other of these. Uh, this is kind of getting away from the Ben Roethlisberger topic. Although, did you want to talk about uh, the, what is it, you said sporting news that ranked Baker Mayfield ahead of Ben Roethlisberger in terms of quarterback play? Yeah, let me give you the ratings according to, to sporting news. They said Patrick Mahomes won. Uh, do you agree? He, you know, it's tough to – yeah, I, I, he's still young. It's tough to put him ahead of Brady, but sure, well, that's fine. So they got Pat Mahomes, one, Aaron Rodgers, two, Tom Brady, three, Drew Brees, four, Russell Wilson, five. Anything stand out to you in that list? Uh, I wouldn't put Rodgers ahead of Brady, personally. Um, Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, might be one of the most overhyped, often injured quarterbacks in the league. Um, Brady, yeah, I don't, I don't Brady, disagree either. Brady, nothing but win. Having Wilson up there that high might be a little bit of a stretch. Other than that, I agree with it. Uh, Andrew Luck six, Philip Rivers seven, Matt Ryan eight. Come on, man, Matt. <laughs> that's just laughable. Matt Ryan eight. Are you kidding me? Uh, Baker Mayfield nine, and Ben Roethlisberger ten. That's that's comical. That's really, yes. really, it's comical. And every year yeah. you have one website, this year it was the Sporting News, that they go out and they say, let's cause some controversy and let's put out these ridiculous rankings so that all these websites will write these articles and will lead to clicks, and that's what they do. Um, but for me, I don't understand how you could put Baker Mayfield ahead of Roethlisberger at this point in his career. Maybe he has a better overarching career, but right now, I just that's that's nuts. And then even Matt Ryan and those guys, that's nuts. So yeah, did they watch the second game that Baker Mayfield played against the Steelers? I mean, like like I was like, do they watch the game? I mean, Baker was terrible in that game. Baker's a young quarterback. I mean he's Russell a little, Wilson. He's a, he's a little guy. Russell Wilson five. I don't know. Where would you put Ben at though? What would his rank be? I, I would say Ben, I'm gonna say around seven. I was going to say six or seven. Yeah, because Mahomes, Rodgers, Brady, Breeze, that all sounds right. You know, slot them where you want. Um, I'm putting Russell Wilson probably a notch or two below Ben. So if Ben is at six, Russell's at eight. I mean, that, that that's, yeah, but Baker Mayfield, nine. Are you kidding me? That's, I mean, he's... It is what it is, man. So, hey, we have a we have a Felicia actually use the uh, super chat feature in our live chat. Donated some money. We appreciate that. You can use that feature if you want. It's a little money sign next to where you can write in text. You can donate any amount of money goes straight to the show. Um, and we appreciate all the support. She said, "I'm looking forward to some sibling rivalries again this year." Uh, we know about the Chargers with the Pouncey brothers. The Watts are on that as well. And then the Bills also with the Edmonds brothers this season. Lance, are you looking forward to that? And what do you think that would be like playing against your brother? And now not all these guys are playing against one another. The Watts are unique. 
because Derek Watt's a fullback and TJ Watt is a defender. So they actually might be going head to head, literally and figuratively. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's great because, you know, if I, you know, I don't have a little brother, uh, but if I did have a little brother that I was playing against, I would try to ear hole his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man. You got to go hard on your siblings. I would just ear hole his ass. And then, you know, mom would have to break it up afterwards over mom's homemade chicken noodle soup. But he get ear hauled. I'd ear hole his ass for sure. I, I, I'd say, look, bro, you better put your head on a swivel, man, because <laughs> you know I'm going to get you. You yeah. know I'm going to get you. You I, Look, I wouldn't be your big bro if I didn't try to tear your head off. Yes, you can tell my niece and nephew that I ripped daddy's head off. Yes. I knocked his head off. Then we can hug it out afterwards. I do have an older brother, and he's three years older than I am. And I've, growing up, man, there was nothing I wanted more than to get a shot at him because you, you live in your older brother's shadow. He was always like the, the ideal student. And he was, when I was going up through the ranks of school, everyone always said, Oh, you're Jay's brother. Like, well, no, my name's Jeff, but I'm not <laughs> nice to meet you, you know. But that's what they would always say, you know. I'm Jay, you're, you're Jay's little brother, and it didn't help that you know I played the same position as him in baseball. We were both catchers. Um, we both uh, played the same sports. We went to the same college. Um, I, I've I've idolized him my whole life. You know, if he hasn't realized this yet, I don't know what he's doing. He has his head in the sand. We went to the same college. We played lacrosse together in college. Um, Join the same fraternity. So that's what I was going to say. You probably joined the same fraternity. Yeah, Your man. names both start with J. You're like the Gruden brothers. Yeah. You know, where the older, where, where, where Jay was the super athlete and uh, younger Gruden wasn't. <laughs> Go ahead. I do. I'll tell you what. Any more like the the best competition we have is on the golf course. I mean, it's it's really competitive. Um, we'll just uh, it, it's 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 we're, we're we're pretty we're a golf family. I'll put it that way. We've both been playing since we're like seven years old. That's where it's really competitive. Is when we're on the Let golf. me ask you on a golf question as an aside. Uh, how good is this run uh, by by Kepka? Holy cow, man! He's gonna go wire to wire. It's it's incredible. Yeah. You see how uh, big his arms are, man. Kepka's like Popeye out there. He's a beast. He, um, it, I haven't seen dominance like this since 2011 when Rory McIlroy won the uh, U.S. Open. And the only reason I remember that is because I was there. It was at Congressional Country Club right, right. in Bethesda. And I went down with my dad and my brother, and we got we were there on Saturday. And he just ran away with it. And it, it, it kind of sucks, you know? <laughs> because, like, today, and normally I'm glued to the TV on a final round of a major. Well, what am I watching? It's Brooks is going to win. Right, right. You know, so. would, you, would you guess that I've gone to a major championship as well? Yeah, because, I, I mean, especially uh, you've told me before you were a big golf fan with Tiger yeah. with his dominance. Which, yeah, I went, which, I, went to, I went to Pebble. Okay. I called a U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. When I turned 40, I went to uh, Pebble Beach, did two days, did Thursday and Friday at Pebble. Who won it that year? Oh, jeez. Who wanted? Uh, I have no idea, actually. Oh, it my was... gosh. You were that drunk? No. I mean, I just, <laughs> it, was, it was just, uh, I don't know who wanted that year. Huh. But it was beautiful, man. I was just yeah. in awe of just well, they, they, They're going back there this year. They're going back. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going this year. I mean, tickets are outrageous. Uh, just, you, can, you can get them. You can get them. But all right, let's get back on the football talk. A few more questions <laughs> here. Um, 
from our our uh, over under segment here from the uh, six pack. Over under on the Steelers team sacks is here fifty four. Under. Really? Yeah, that's a lot of sacks, man. That, that's that's a lot of sacks. I mean, that's what a team record, I believe. I mean, that, that that's a ton of sacks. Uh, I think under, but I don't mean that. I don't. I don't say that to say they're going to be a uh, not as effective. I think the injection of Bush in the lineup provided he's what we think he is, and he stays healthy. I think they're a better defense, but I think the sack number will come down. I mean, that'd be what three years in a row of fifty-plus sacks. Yeah, I mean, have they ever be. done that in their history? I know that's Dave. A, that's a good question. Might be listening somewhere out there, but I would say no. I, I would guess that they probably have not had three consecutive seasons of 50 sacks plus. That's a good question. I'll have Dave Schofield get on that. All right, last question. It's going to be a shorter show today, and this is a tough one for me because if you look at productivity, if you had to choose one, Joey Porter or Jason Gilden? Well, I would just go with Joey Porter, man, because of, you know, wearing his shoulder pads high and showing his abs and beating up the dude in Cleveland before the game started. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, but you said last week when we did Kevin Green or, or Greg Lloyd that you took production over that. Jason Gilden was the record holder for most sacks yes. in, in the team history until James Harrison broke it. So that's kind of counterintuitive, counterintuitive to what you said last yeah, week. Yeah, so I got to go back. You called me out. You got me. I mean, it was I was going over flash, over cash. So you got to go with cash, and you got to go with the production. But I do believe Joey brought an intensity and a fear to that defense. And, you know, you got to love when Joey is walking out there with this jersey up, showing the abs in Indianapolis like, what? We about to whoop y'all A. That's right. What? Come get some. So you got to love that, man. And I just love him beating up the Cleveland dude before the game. And his yeah. his play against the Colts in the 2005 playoffs was Remarkable. Awesome. Like he was, they were on fire. Yes. I, mean, I don't think they've played, like I have not seen a set, their set of linebackers play that on fire since. I mean, they were on fire that game, all of them. I was like, wow, these guys are killing them. Yeah. So, hey, what a great way to end the show. I apologize. It was a little bit shorter. We Next week, we'll have OTAs to talk about, so we'll be able to dive, dive into that. Uh, Lance, as always, thank you for your time. If you, don't, if you haven't found us on YouTube, make sure you do. That's go to YouTube, type in BTSE Steelers Radio, all our audio platforms, anywhere where you find your podcast, search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain to find it. BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all your Pittsburgh Steelers needs. Remember, Lance, go ahead and sign us off. Remember, tune in tell a friend, and subscribe. Amen, brother. Hey, thanks for your time. We'll see you next week for another episode of The Stand.